Hashtag Verse TV Week 162. Jesse Smollett, because our next topic is, and it is coming from at B-Boy Blues the film. And because that film came out last week, we will talk about it now because it just came out. It's brand new. And we will start off with Sorry. You ever delivered here before? A few times. I've never seen you before. That's why I asked. Guess I get seen when I'm supposed to get seen. I'm right here. I'm Mitchell. Nice to meet you. So, um, what's going on? I never felt like this before. Me neither. Son, this is your mother calling. I've called several times and I haven't heard back from you. Please call me back. I love you. And I still love you. I cannot replace you. I can never tame you. Hold you down, but can't hold you. You dropped him off over here like a bag of dirty laundry and forgot to pick him up. He was coming here to see you. What the hell are you talking about? He came to see us. Didn't matter who took him. It mattered to him. Every one of your lies. I don't have the patience. I can't be in love. Why not? Because I've been in love before. It's never felt like this. Oh, that wasn't love. I saw it. You had that glow. It was all up in your eyes. But love don't always come when you want it. But nephew, when it comes, you better name it and claim it. All right, and that was the trailer for B-Boy Blues, which is now streaming on BET Plus, and while we were um, uh, in that, Justin Green, our friend Justin Green Music, came in and we waved at him. So hey, Justin Green Music on Instagram. And we will... Okay. And... All right, so uh, let me put my three minutes. My One of my really good friends loves handsome Jesse Smollett. So I, I had to say that first, um, I too love Jesse Smollett. Like, I, I think he did such an amazing job with directing this film. And one thing that I learned, I, I used to not really know what directing entails. I, I know a friend of mine was like, Aaron, could you direct this for me? And I was like, I'd love to. I didn't know a thing about it, but I was like, I'll learn. But one thing that I learned in watching his directing of this is that when people have physical interaction scenes in movies, um, he had gorgeous chocolate physical interaction scenes in the film, but he made it a point that there was dialogue going on on top of it. So like you saw the physical interaction going on, it was like uh, drooling and everything, 
but they were still advancing the plot with the dialogue. And it, it, it was more than just hearing the moans and groans of sex that, that people do. And I, it's a thing. But Jesse Smollett, hats off to you for making that decision to do it that way. Um, the, oh, and also, I, I love how Jesse Smollett is like coming back in the face of adversity. And it, it's almost like the, it, there was such an effort to pan him and this movie that I, I'm like, yes, you're overcoming and, and you're winning. Because it kind of reminded me, no shade at all, because I actually love the movie and the soundtrack, but what they did with Mariah Carey's Glitter, you know, like everything was trying to bring that thing down. Like it was the worst thing that ever touched the, the, the face of a film, you know? But um, back to Jesse Smollett, he uh, is rising above, and I, I believe that's wonderful. Um, oh, uh, to church. Oh, the glow. And yes, I do believe that uh, people can have a glow, and it reminds me of the dude that I dated, and uh, he went to one of my church picnics, and uh, the uh, the guy that had a CP cerebral palsy, and uh. He, he, he was all smiles and they were like, oh, I, I know he's so happy to be with you and I'm happy to be with him. And we broke up later that week. Anyway, that's, uh, yeah. I'll say the rest of my one minute so I don't go over time. And next we will go to Kevin. Oh, sorry. Um. Yeah, um, as I said to you before, Aaron, um, definitely the movie, hands down, I loved it. Um, and I think that really the movie kind of talks about a gay relationship. And in general, I would say that it's, any relationship really is not always peaches and cream. There's the ups and the downs. And they pretty much tackle everything. Yeah, it, again, excellent film. Fantastic. And Chrissy Marie, three minutes uh on the I have to agree with you, Kevin, about that. Like the acceptance that was displayed in the movie was just phenomenal and like on point. And Aaron, Mac, hands down, that soundtrack though, <laughs> I loved it. I loved the music. It was like so appropriate for every phase that, you know, that happened for, you know, like it covered so much in, in an hour and a half. You know, and it was excellently, excellently produced. And you are a producer. I'm gonna just tell you that. I'm gonna just sidebar with that. But I'm just, I'm just saying, like, for this, like, 
I, and I'm not, this isn't even my world, but I, you know, I, I see the passion. I see the authenticity and, you know, the, you know, it's just real what people should be talking about when they're together. You know, there are some things that people don't talk about that realistically we all deal with. And all of that was covered, like you said, Kevin. But, you know, with with family, with friends and stuff, when you meet somebody, you don't have any expectations at first other than you're attracted to this person for some reason or drawn to them for some reason. And you decide to take the leap. And uh, I'm going to say this, um, what what uh, uh, was said, you know, the to Toni Morrison quote that was quoted at the, toward the end of the movie about you didn't fall in love, you rose in love, you know, like this is somebody, these two people were different people. One person was street, you know, they didn't make a whole lot of money. Uh, they, they didn't have a vehicle or anything, but they, you know, they had some drive and ambition about themselves. They had passion. They, they were artistic and creative and, and, and still beautiful on the outside as well as on the inside and dealing with their own stuff. And this other person was more responsible. He was a little bit more, you know, business oriented, a little more calculated. Like he just like had certain standards that this person was kind of the opposite of, honestly, other than the way that he looked, but he definitely was, uh, very, I don't, I don't want to say a generic term like well-rounded or anything. Uh, he was very, he was what he, they were what each other needed for a balance and they were able to communicate effectively. They were able to understand each other. They wanted to, you know, they, their interest was so mutual with each other and their love was so mutual, even though dealing with like differences and stuff, it was just, I just loved it. That's my. Excellent. And I, I did want to say um, while we were in that, our friend, Darren Green of the Darren Green Show also popped in on Instagram. So, hey, Darren Green. And let, I, I will take a one minute. And with my one minute, I will say, after I get the one minute up. I will say that, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Finishing the answer to the question of have you ever experienced um, the glow that was mentioned in the movie? Oh, I also wanted to shout out uh, Medino Green, who is a rapper who had his music in the movie. I love shouting out indie artists. And Bryant, of course, is an in another indie rapper as well based uh, in NYC. So, shouts out to you. And um, as, as far as the uh, the glow, when I went to uh, the church picnic with him, um, it was seeming so good. And I, I, I guess I don't even need to, to waste a whole minute going back into it. Long story short, sadly, we broke up that same week. Um, he was the dude that I told him, I was like, 
if you get it right, I would stay in Maryland for you. He, he, he wasn't doing what I needed. Um, he, he didn't know that though, but clearly I'm in Cleveland anyway. So anybody else want a one minute? I would just say, um, in particular, with the rapper Barnett, I do remember, and I can't recall exactly when, but it was a while ago, because I do follow Barnett on Twitter, and he had made some comment about this movie, about filming the movie. Um, and yeah, spoke to him about the in general, at least from what I seen. He is a very kind dude. Hey now. I just want to say in reference to the glow of love thing, um, I'm not gonna share any experiences that I've had, but I um <laughs> like you, Aaron Mack, am a hopeful romantic, um, even though as of lately, for like almost the past month, like I have been like, just strictly business, just focused on just myself, refining myself and my business, but um, uh, that glow up is much better than what anyone else, you know, of course, that's a plus, if you find somebody who's in the same place as you when you're like really really happy where you are and really not letting anything outside of you bother you and just just you know just knowing that you are already happy you're everything already you're already whole so you don't really need someone to make up anything for you you know you need somebody else whole to enjoy life with so you know um and it's fun, even with somebody who's broken, like two broken people can gr glow up together, you know? So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's what we decide as creators in the end. All right. Fourth and final. I just can't live my life based upon what other people think about me. So I can't concern myself too much with what other people think, you know, it's just not healthy. I, I don't think I'll I could continue to do what I do if I was constantly worrying about what somebody thought about it. I just can't live my life based upon what other people think about me. So I can't concern myself too much with what other people think. You know, it's just not healthy. I, I don't think I'll I could continue to do what I do if I was constantly worrying about what somebody thought about it. I just can't live my life based upon what other people think about me. Oh, right. And this was coming from at invest or earn save all right and of course that was none other than the one and only denzel washington all right so okay i'll go first and i will say huh after i put a minute on the clock that or three minutes rather. Huh. I didn't realize this uh, when, when my mom always used to say it because, you know, he was 
very much outside of my age range. So even though I knew that I liked guys back then, I, I didn't know. I, 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 I didn't uh, see it as much for uh, men his age. But now looking back at some of his other stuff, I'm like, ooh, I see what my mom said about him because Denzel Washington is fine. Anyway, um, yeah, I've spent a lot of time worried about what other people think. And there were a lot of potentially wonderful opportunities that I missed, um, particularly romantically, worrying about what other people think. And for example, I, I think about this one guy who was a gorgeous, thick, dark chocolate, little short something. And uh, he was very nice to me, very nice guy. But because of the fact that he took some photos on Facebook wearing some booty shorts, I was like, ooh, I don't think I can do that because I can't take him to church with me. Like, that's literally what I thought. And that's why eventually I sort of faded away from him. So, but that that's just unfortunate. Even though I love seeing his legs, he has some nice legs, but... I, I, I was uncomfortable because I was like, uh, you know, I, I don't know what other people would think about it. Now, now I'm 39 and I know better. Anyway, um, I, I, I could be like, I blame society, but I'm not going to do that. Anyway, I believe in getting it right now, moving forward. Okay. Because I can. As for my creative works and worrying about other people, I, 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 I do me, you know? And um, like Ray William Johnson said on a weekend tea, like we saw this past weekend, there, there's an audience for everything. It's just about being consistent, being there, being consistent. And uh, you will find them. And I, we are growing. It, it, it takes time. It takes time and consistency. And that, that's important. So, you know, just keep doing you, putting your authentic self out in your work. Anyway, um, who wants to go next? If not, I will go to Chrissy Marie. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't care what anyone thinks because if I did, like, that's something that I struggled with for a while. I struggled with that for a long time, you know? Uh, and people people will uh, bait you when they know that you're sensitive, when they know that you're passionate, when they know that you care or have character or have ethics or have values or have standards or have some type of decorum. They'll bait you based off of those things that they know about you because of what you decide in life, you know, or whatever. But, and then they'll try to make you feel guilty for whatever reason. Um, if you spend too much time worrying about what people think about you you won't put that time toward loving you for you and like walking in your truth. 
Like, what? How does that help anyone? Especially you. How does it help you for focusing on that? Who cares about the outside stuff? Like, I mean, it does it really have an impact on your reality or any part of your life? Other than like, cause you know, influential people can talk and say things about people, but it doesn't make it fact. It doesn't make it real for an, an individual. So, you know, even you know, when I say influential, I mean people of your family who are you know family members, or even people in uh, media who have something to say without all of the facts, you know, because any, anybody's life can be propagated by gossip, with gossip, with jealousy, with negative energy, with misery and all that, you know, like all that stuff has nothing to do with who you are as a person and uh, your vision. And like, so I totally agree with Denzel. Uh, life experience. <sighs> Again, I'm gonna say I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dwell on that because I don't care. I don't care about it. I'm moving forward, and that's that. And that's my answer. All right. And. Kevin, did you want one minute? Um, yeah. Just to mention this, and I'm reading off of what I wrote. All right, so I wrote personally. I started um to I started to have that mindset when I was in my late teens regarding my sexuality. Um. I had to really stop and give it some serious thought about coming out. Um, and I thought to myself that I could possibly lose family or friends. That, but then I realized that they truly um, realized that they wanted to cut me off, then it was fine because it was obvious they never truly cared anyway. All right. I would like to take a one minute as well. And I will say in response to you, Chrissy Marie, um, uh, some, something that you said early on about being yourself because it, it can help somebody else as well. And that reminded me of a video that I almost made a topic for this week, not this week, maybe in the coming weeks, I, I'm not sure, but, um, it was by a, a guy that we follow and his first name is Dwayne. I, I, I don't want to disrespect the last name. But um, where he, 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 he said, be yourself, be who you are, because being yourself 
and breathing yourself might help somebody else be able to breathe themselves. And uh, Kevin, whoa, what you said as far as your family accepting you, it's so funny you mentioned that because I know just this past weekend, I was like, oh my gosh, I, I, I hope that it's not like my dad saw my YouTube and it's the, uh, oh well, I, I, I'm done. Anybody else want one minute? Yes. So, uh, yeah, be yourself, uh, be yourself. And if someone doesn't come to the realization that you are you, that is not your baggage that is theirs period that's their troubles they have trouble accepting who they are maybe i don't know why you want to spend all that time worried about what i'm doing and how i am and who you know like i i am who i am and if i know that and i tell you that and you don't accept that that is your problem, not mine. Period. And I don't have to be explaining nothing. Go ahead, Kevin. I'm sorry. You... No, no, it's fine. I want to hear what you have to say. No, I was just going to mention that also reminded me of a former employee of mine, and this being all the way back in probably 02. And he had a problem, and I don't know why, with me being gay. I never went after him. I never wanted him. So I didn't get it. But he was talking tons of trash behind my back. And I was like, all right, I'm not sleeping with you. So why does it matter? So ignorance is not bliss, it's miserable. AF. So miserable. <laughs> you miserable. <laughs> and we happy. <laughs> we happy being who we are. Get you some happy. I will take a 30 second and say, yes, Chrissy Marie. Yes, Kevin. And yes, get, get you some happy. Get, get your happy, okay? Done. Point at the end of the sentence, period, or dot at the end of the sentence. Anyway, all right. Um, anybody else want a 30-second before, before we completely close? All right. So what we're going to do in the closing, now I've been putting it in the uh, thing as something coming up that we'll do, and uh, we can... We'll do it. Where are you today? Where were you five years ago? And and, the, and that's the closing. So, and of course, you, you'll give your name and where you can be found on social media. Where are you today? Where were you five years ago? All right. And I will go first, and then Chrissy Marie, and then Kevin. And then I will totally wrap up. All right. So I will say that I'm Aaron Mack here with hashtag Verse TV. We can be found at B-E-R-S-T-E-A-V and 
hashtag B-E-R-S-T-E-A-V. We're all over social media. You can Google us. We will come right up. All right. And the website, www.versetv.com. Where was I five years ago? Five years ago would be 2017. I was renting a basement in a house and um, with some really cool people. It was actually one of the best living arrangements that I have ever had because like we got along so well. I, I, I My roommates were so cool there. Um, where am I today? Cleveland, Ohio. And, um, but yeah, but yeah, th that's where I was five years ago. That's where I am today. And oh yeah, I, I, I'll also add this. I think that was when I had a conversation with one of my exes who I had initially met right after college. And I told him, I was like, hey, I'm renting a basement in a house. Um, and he's like, oh, I thought you would be farther along in life by now. I felt so much shade, but anyway, anyway. Right. Um, thank you, thank you. But but he he came from a family with a, a lot of money, so so I I I, I get it. I, I I won't hold it against him with his fine chocolate self. Anyway, Chrissy Marie. So five years ago today. We in June. I was, I was recovering from being homeless. I was renting an apartment from a family member in a two-family, his upstairs, and reestablishing my life five years ago. And today, I am living my life and paying my own bills without anyone's help. For real, for real. Like, I have support around me for people, because I'm self-employed now. I was working in corporate America five years ago. And I was going on a freelance tip. And I was going on a journey to be something greater than a slave to corporate America. But, you know, self-employment is not really that different because you still you still got bills to pay but on your own terms as a as a free agent you know that's been a lot better i'm, I'm just going to say that it's been a lot better but um i i don't know did i, did I answer the question because i feel well, like the, we're closing up, so the other yeah, part of That's what I was doing five years ago. But today, I am doing me. Right now, I'm working on a bathroom. I'm remodeling a bathroom, and it's going to be super duper cute when I'm done. And I can't wait to post it on the gram because I'm doing it all by myself. $2,000 job plus, and that's just one job. You know, and I'm still managing everything, a household and four children outside of me and four children in separate places than just my house. So it's it's a lot. 
but I'm doing it. And it's hard. And sometimes I get frustrated. Sometimes I feel a certain type of way, but it has to get done. So all of my feelings or what I think about that has nothing to do with that part. And I'm there. I'm, I feel like, I, like I'm better than I was five years ago. But five years ago was like a catalyst for me, honestly. And that's my answer. And being that this is a closing, you'll also say your name and where you can be found on media. Okay. I'm Chrissy Marie from Cleveland, Ohio. You can find me on Instagram at Chrissy Marie, uh, C, capital C, H R I, capital S, capital E, capital E, capital M, A R I E, or on Facebook at Christine Shields. I have a couple pages, and that's where you can find me. Oh, right. Very cool. I, I must say, Chrissy Marie, I, I, in listening to you talk about your entrepreneurial spirit, I'm like, that's a really good, it, it's really good that you talk about that on the show and that you're open about that, because that, that, that can inspire people as well. So thank you. Thank you for inspiring people, friend. Absolutely. And Kevin, basic complexity. And let me. Hi, this is basic complexity, aka Kevin. Um, and I currently live in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Now, five years ago, from today, from this exact date. I was in my first year at this apartment here. Um, and yeah, now it's been five years. But um, yeah, I could definitely be found. You know, I don't use it that often. I could be found on Twitter under the same name, Basic Complexity. Um, and also want to say on TikTok, and I'm not 100% sure, but I think it's the same name also. And that is everything. All right. And that, uh, again, this is Aaron Mack again with week one. 162 of hashtag verse TV and we will see you all next time and peace tea stay blessed all right good night everyone good night everybody hashtag verse TV it's Chrissy Marie from Cleveland Ohio I'm Aaron Mack Kevin from Philadelphia. Hashtag first TV. We won hundred sixty two.